Hey everyone, welcome to the new media show. Of course, my name is Todd Cochran, joined by Mr. Rob Greenlee. I'm in a spare bedroom of my daughter's house in uh, Tampa, Florida. <laughs> not, not the ideal studio situation, right? Yeah. No, the lighting is absolutely perfect in here. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, most of you are listening after I've recaptured the audio off of Facebook. So, um, yeah, that's always fun. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a, a challenge for us from a show production standpoint um, to try and do this in flexible ways. It, I guess it still exposes the reality that um, it's not as easy to do this unless you have a real real, uh, real professional studio setup. Well, I, I, I don't travel with a lot of gear anymore. You right. know, I used to travel with a lot. It was real easy to patch it all up, but I don't like carrying an extra suitcase worth of stuff. So. Yeah, and I could have probably set something up here to capture it if I'd have thought ahead of time to uh, right. done some routing. But it's okay; we're we'll be able to capture it and post. Yeah. And then, but we've got an important interview coming up, not live after this. Mm -hmm. After this show today, we're going to be actually talking with uh, some news we've been hinting at for a couple of weeks. It is still officially has not posted yet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it leaked out a little bit. A it it did. Yeah. I don't know if we should talk about it on the show. Maybe we'll save that for the next episode <laughs> right. Right. that we'll release on Monday after the news officially releases. But, right. Yeah. Um, it, both of us will be on on our way to podcast movement um, tomorrow. Or, or are you leaving? you know, tonight or are you, I, I'm, I'm in Tampa. So oh, I'm that's with, right. It's close for you. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to be uh, with my daughter and I'm going to, um, then Monday I drop my mom at the airport, uh, mid morning. And then I drive over to Orlando. Actually, I'm going to drop the okay. rental car back at the airport and then take a Uber over to okay. the hotel. Yeah. So, it, uh, yeah, I fly out in the morning really early. So I'll, I'll be there by kind of, middle late afternoon so on um, monday yeah. on monday yeah my you know I, uh, email and uh, messages have been blowing up people want to start meeting with me monday afternoon and i'm just like hey i'm you know officially kind of not there until tuesday morning but yeah i'm definitely gonna you know try to meet with a few folks people are coming in earlier and earlier for this event no one mm -hmm. has asked to meet saturday thank goodness i think everyone's <laughs> going to go home by saturday right I yeah. know I am as well. I am, I am as well early on Saturday. So yeah, I'll be, I, I'm sure I'll be beat and beat up by then pretty well. <laughs> probably no voice left. So uh, yeah, I get, I get back into uh, Detroit about two in the afternoon and then I have to wash my clothes and get turned around and Monday morning I, I drive to Columbus. So I'll be in Columbus mm -hmm. office the following week. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then all chaos breaks loose after that for about the next month. Mm, okay. Well, it's because you and I both are going to be on the road a lot. So yeah, it is. I mean, here through through October, it's just yeah. bam, bam, bam. You know, podcasting events. So this is just the beginning. <laughs> and I've got two presentations to write, so I'm uh, I'm a little yeah. behind. Yeah. Yeah, I have a keynote to do and. And then Dragon Con is coming up pretty quick, and I'm on like five panels, and we're doing a live live new media show from Dragon Con. So, yeah, <laughs> that's Monday Lightning Podcast Conference, and then it's 
outlier in Los Angeles. So yeah, busy, busy, busy. Right. So it's an exciting time. There's a lot of a lot of stuff coming up. Congratulations on being on the list of executives to watch, Todd. Uh, with oh, I was in this. I was in the sub list. Yes. Well, I think <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say it was an overflow list, right? Yes. But yeah. you know what? What's funny about that is, is I looked at that list and I, I kind of scratched my head a little bit because the number one person was right. actually um, the person that owns the list. Connell, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it, it does. It does cause you to scratch your head a little bit. So, so it's like, hmm. Well, yeah. It's, of course, a lot of people didn't it know is. it. A lot of people didn't know iHeartRadio owned Insider Radio yeah, magazine think, up until a few few days ago. Yeah, I think I think we have to credit James Cridlin for for discovering that piece of information. Right. Yeah. So, and you know, we don't do lists like that, but you know, I am the actual owner of podcasternews.com as well. But mm-hmm. you know, I've always said I give my writers, they just, you know, they send me their bill at the end of the month on their writing, and then I pay it. I don't really pay attention or even assign articles for them to write. They write what they mm-hmm. want to write. Right. And it's pretty evident too by the content that's on there. We're talking about everybody, yeah. talk about all the competitors as well. So yeah, I would say that you know my feedback on that 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 one two placement is I would probably have put James Boggs at number one over Connell. So that's just my my feedback on that. And you know, I, I I think there's a different perspective on influential too. You know, right? What is that? Right. Right. And who right. actually works with podcasters? There was hardly anybody in there that actually interacts day to day with with podcasters or even does a podcast. That was the more interesting part. Well, most yeah. of those folks don't even haven't even done it, ever done a podcast. Right. Right. So, I mean, I guess it's a change. I mean, if you look at the, the history of the medium, most of the leaders in the medium were podcasters. Right. So, you know, it's, it's been a change, um, based on, <coughs> you know, larger companies getting involved in the medium and more money coming in and, and advertising sales expanding is that there's there's more and more people working in podcasting now that really have very little to do with the getting behind the microphone. Yeah, and and, I, and even your CEO is listed in that sub list with mine, and he's never even ever been to a podcasting event. You know, people yeah, don't even no, know he I, exists. Yeah, I mean, he has. Um, that's actually where I met Chris Spencer originally. Was at uh, I think the Podcast and New Media Expo. I think he went to one a long time ago. One. So. <laughs> so I have to give him credit for one anyway. Yeah. So anyway, he's the guy that no one ever hears about from Libsyn. Right. Now he's in, in, in the news a lot. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Not yeah. always positive. But. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. <laughs> I did. I can say that. <laughs> right. But, um, but I mean, I thought it was an okay list. I mean, it, I mean, a lot of the people in there have, are doing a lot as we look, you know, into what's happening in the medium, like right now. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but there's a lot of people that probably should have been on that list that, that weren't, but, but I guess I agree with you too, that, I mean, how much, see, there's two ends of the spectrum now more and more there's the big corporate podcasting. And then there's the, the, 
the the much larger side of the indie world. And I, I guess it depends on influence based on, is it influence based on dollars or is it influence based on the number of podcasters? Yeah. So, right. Well, you know, I, I think that uh, you and I both know where our bread is buttered and that's on the independent podcaster side. And that's who we mm-hmm. primarily take care of. Well, that's, I agree with you. Then that's what the podcasting is, is always been about is indie producers. I mean, the vast majority of the content being produced is indie producers. So, yeah, yeah. I guess all the, well, you know, I guess that's all I have to say about that, you know, but it's an interesting list. And those of you that haven't seen the list, it's over on insiderradio.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have that over there, but Hey, what did you think about, uh, your old employer and the play that they're doing. What's that, Todd? Why don't you clarify? What's the play that they're doing? The uh, the new platform that Norman Company have uh, oh, launched. Oh, that, that former employer. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, it's. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's, it's a play, and I'll be totally frank about it, it's a play to get free ad inventory that they can sell so that's right you know yeah. it's if you really want to sum it down to the bottom line of that that's that's totally what that company is about is just acquiring ad advertising placements that they can sell so and if so, they can get that very very cheaply without doing revenue shares yeah you know there you go right so i'm i'm just you know i i will comment on my my thought processes when i read that release i was like Okay, they're going to do a free play and they're going to give away free. And yet mm-hmm. the podcasters are not going to get any revenue share of the right. advertising that they place forward, middle, or at the post of the shows. Um, that's but, number one. They can but, still run their own ads. Right. They can still do their own host reads, but they yeah. have to do all the ad sales. That's right. So they have to do their own and they get their, they keep that money. Mm-hmm. But number two, um, Oh, if you do well enough, you might be able to be farmed up until the, their main platform. Right. And number three is one realization is for sure is shows that go over there will have a tremendous explosive growth of audience overnight. Oh yeah. That and, and they'll, they'll be able to make um, half of the revenue. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And be under a very binding contract. So, do you think it's going to be super binding? Have you has anybody seen that contract? Oh, oh, well, no. I'm just saying any podcast that's added to the Podcast One Network is under oh. a very strict binding contract, and oftentimes they're they're two or three year deals. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've definitely seen those contracts. So. Yeah, but the, what about the contract that you're probably going to have to sign to get the free service? Oh, I think they'll keep that fairly open. I mean, they've been fairly, um, based on what I've read anyway, they've been pretty clear that you can easily move in and move out of that, um, which which makes sense from the standpoint of they're, they're getting more than they're giving um, on this deal. But I guess if they have a lot of if the show has a big audience, um, they would obviously be, the show would be losing revenue by going with podcast one, but yeah, you know, 
podcast one is um, not holding people back. I, I guess they built in, they've been pretty upfront about it that you can, you can do a 301 redirect off of their platform. Interesting. Well, hey, Nancy. Hey, Doug. Hey, Greg. Thanks for joining the live show. Thanks for checking in on Facebook. I think, too, the, the thing I would be um, really concerned about is my, you know, I think, well, here's two concerns. Number one, podcasters that don't know anything. Right. That have no clue on what's going on in the space are going to say, this is a deal. Let me go over there and get connected yeah. up. Yeah. And, um, and then when they come back to reality. Right. They'll move. Well, and also at the same point, they're going to have, um, you know, some sticker shock on their numbers when they come back. Yeah, definitely. In that they're, in that they're not they're going to drop. Um, mm-hmm. At least that's my personal opinion on what will happen. I'd be very careful here. Yeah. So. Well, they are not IAB certified. I don't I think don't... they're even compliant. They have never said they're even compliant either. No. So, I mean, you can assume that the numbers are going to be um, higher than, than the platforms that you and I are involved in. So, yeah, I, I have a prediction on that on the multiplier too. We ought to start an internal pool on that. Right. But, you know, so free is not free in, in really in no, this case no. at all. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. The, what has been, there hasn't been a lot of discussion about it in the community. What I wonder what the, wonder what their thought process is. Who's the community or podcast one? No podcast one. I'm sure it's going to be at podcast movement pushing this. Yeah. Norm is doing a panel session with uh, Rob Sesternino. So at, at podcast, I'm sure movement, that will, first I'm, time, sure, yeah. I'm sure that will not be biased at all. I'm sure that will not contain any pitching. Right. I'm sure it will be 100% educational. Right. Yeah. I mean, Rob, uh, sister Nino is going to be there for the first time in quite a few years. So it'll be good to see him again too. So we'll, we will see if it just turns into one big promotion in that session about their new platform. Mm, it probably won't, but there'll be a, they'll talk about it. I'm sure. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. So, so it should be interesting podcast movement th- this year is going to bring together some new folks that haven't been there before. So you're being be awful. You're being awful. Non you're just like, <laughs> you're completely like not even uh, leading in on some of my plays here. You're being completely, <laughs> you're just sitting back in your chair. So I'm not going to dig into this one today. <laughs> Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to be realistic here on what's going to happen. Um, but, you know, I think that is a, a play that I'm not surprised, you know, I, to be full disclosure, I used to work for, for podcast one. So I know exactly the, the game that's being played down there. So, um, I'm not surprised by what I'm seeing here. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, being honest about it's, it, being it's interesting that you call it a game though. I think that's, well, of uh, course it's a game, right? 
it's a yeah. um, podcast. One is an advertising sales company. So yep. just keep that in mind when you think about this, the uh, podcast one uses podcasts as, as something that they can sell. So yeah. And that's the overriding kind of goal here, which, you know, it's not like it's a unique thing in this medium. No. I mean, that's what most of the advertising companies do. So it's not surprising. Um, but it's, yeah. it's the approach that's taken is not always um, content creator friendly. And that's, yeah. that's, that's the big difference between the advertising work that you and I do uh, on our platforms and podcast one. Um, it's not the, it's not the same attitude or the same approach where they, t- it's, they take it as that they're the radio station. You get the ads that you get, right? It's, and they don't want to turn over. They turn over as little control to the content creator as they can get away with. Right. So. And with this free offering, there's probably going to, you take, you're going to take what you're going to get. Right. If you're a tech show and you're, you're, you might end up with an ad for depends mm-hmm. or, right. or something to that effect. Yeah. Right. At a very low CPM. Yeah. Because you're dealing with uh, much larger multiples on, on numbers. Right. But in so, order for this to work for him, he has to really get thousands of shows over there. And I just don't see that happening. I don't see thousands of shows moving over there. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the offering that um, right. the folks over at Anchor have, we've only seen three, four thousand active shows over there. They haven't, you know, even though it's free, they just haven't had this you know, swell of a podcast over there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's it's the it's the spectrum, right? Of um, content creators, like you've always said, Todd, uh, being in control of their content, um, uh, you know, shows that want to be in control of their content, right? Yeah, want to have powerful professional tools, um, don't go to Anchor and this new Podcast One offering. And they may right. also be in the position now where, you know, if you think, and I just think about the shows that we rep. And, you know, and again, we only act as agents. We don't demand exclusivity or anything like that. We ask right. permission to run, you know, do, do a single ad buy form with them having the right of refusal on any ad deal we bring them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I even think about the, you know, I'm, you know, I, my reach is pretty big now, but still actively, uh, even with that huge bevy of shows, I mean, maybe four or 5,000 shows that are looking for advertising at any given point. And that yeah. leaves, you know, literally uh, tens of thousands of other shows that have no desire to ever have any advertising. So right. Right. it, um, I, I don't think that they're going to scale to the numbers they think they're going to. They're going to get some that we'll see, but will those mm-hmm. shows be unhappy after two months of getting, well, it depends on what their checks are, <laughs> number one. Yeah. But I've often also said, too, that shows, there are shows out there that don't care if they get car payment money. They want dinner money. So they're definitely going to be catering to that group to us at a certain extent, but at what cost to the audience? Well, and I think what we've seen here, and it's pretty, pretty obvious that we've moved into a phase where um, advertising support of podcasters is being utilized as a way to pay for the hosting costs. 
So yeah, and, and and that's what Norm is trying to do here, and that's what Anchor has been trying to do, and a few other players out there are offering free hosting in exchange for advertising placement in the content, um, in the hopes that the company will get their revenue out of the the ad 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 revenue share or flat out just the ad sales with no revenue share and right. that's those are the two models that we're seeing happen as a way to pay for the free hosting so at the end of the day you're giving up control for the free hosting on on our side and on our side you're keeping control but you're paying for the hosting so that that's the that's the trade off that's being had here but their platform has always been technically limited. Are they going to be able to scale to be able to support a thousand shows? Um, uh, well, that is, uh, I would have hope after five years since I've been down there that they would have improved the platform <laughs> to be able to do that. But, um, you know, it was honestly, it was a little shaky down there when I was down there. Um, the platform itself. So what's, you uh, know, what's ironic is, you know, they could have had a good platform. <laughs> right. Well, it didn't want to, it's just that it didn't work out for various reasons. So, right. That I, can, I probably can't talk about too much. <laughs> yeah. And you're on being quiet. Right. So, <laughs> That's a long conversation, Todd. <laughs> yeah, that's a long one. They ended with a shredder. Right. <laughs> well, and you're not the only one that was impacted by that. So anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. But anyway, I know I know we're being a little coy on this one. <laughs> so the um, anyway, so that was kind of some news that came out this week, and it didn't get a lot of a lot of coverage. Not a lot of people talked about it. Are so, you surprised? Um, actually, yeah, I am surprised. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I am. I'm surprised it didn't get more play than it did. Yeah. So. Well, I think that there was a lot of other stuff going on, too. You know, like the 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 small thing of, of the intercom folks acquiring <laughs> Pineapple Street and Cadence 13, which I think is a much better, bigger piece of news than anything did, that happen? did we talk yeah. about that last week or when did that happen i can't remember when when it popped when that news popped uh on the 8th oh okay so it was wasn't just a, it seems like it was a month ago already yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the vortex of uh the podcasting space you know well, what happened I, three days ago feels like it's a month ago <laughs> Yeah, what we're going to see is more news coming out of Intercom too. There's more stuff that they've got cooking at this point. Yeah. So well, they're the second largest radio group behind um, iHeartMedia. So yeah, it's yeah. Yep. They and I think that um, we may have something to talk about mid next week as well about Intercom. Um, nothing to do with being acquired. So I'll take that speculation off the table. Oh. Um, okay. Well, I'm yeah. glad you I'm glad you took that off the table, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Intercom, you want to bring your checkbook. Come on, let's let's talk. Well, I know we did a deal with you know a distribution deal with them um, not too long ago on the Lipson side for yeah. for radio.com. Yeah, so, that's what that's what we're doing. So right. we're gonna have distribution yeah. for radio.com. That's good. That's good. Get in there and and 
and I think we're both parallel um, tangent direction on Deezer. So I think you know we we announced yeah. Deezer support this past week, and it sounds like you've yeah. got that in the in the hopper coming up for next week. Yeah, it's it's you know we we had the well I, you know it's here's kind of ironic because I spent literally multiple months getting legal paperwork together on Deezer. And right. I think once we got our agreement completely nailed out, I think they shared it with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we just got, yeah, got, you got to turn it around. Faster. Right. We got to turn around faster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But we spent, we spent a long time on that because the wording in the agreement was, uh, you know, my, I, I got a lawyer that looks at all this stuff deeply and it, you know, it was down to like words and a couple of sentences, you know, and, um, you know, it's all about making sure that, you know, safe harbors provisions and that type of stuff were still in effect for us. Right. And, um, you know, that, that type of, uh, you know, that type of language, um, that maybe wasn't so thought out through for their European folks, but, um, anyway, so it, yeah. So, and and of course they didn't give us the API keys until, (laughs) until the document was signed. And, uh, my, uh, my uh, legal officer was in transit for two or three days. So yeah, it's okay. We, right. we were both uh, on the ball on this one. Well, and I, I was involved in launching a, a Deezer partnership uh, at Spreaker uh, months ago. So <laughs> I think, uh, I think Spreaker was actually the, the, the first one to do a direct. Well, then you guys should have read your legal agreement really closer. Because if we got the same legal agreement that that Spreaker did and you guys signed, you guys are screwed. You just don't know it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Putting putting little nuclear bombs in the contracts. Well, you have to read the contract in detail and have the lawyer go through it. Why would you ever read a contract, Todd? Congress doesn't read bill. Why, why okay. would we read contracts? Okay. Yeah. Better luck to you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, no, it was just, you know, just normal way of making sure that uh, each company is covered and, you know, we, we have to, you know, we have to do what we think is best for us and you guys do what you think is best for you. And, and also looking out for the podcasters too. So Right. In the t- terms of service, they have to review and read and agree to. It's all part of that. So, you know, a lot of this doesn't get thought of. Podcasters say, oh, wow, I get to be on Deezer now. And they don't know the, you know, the three or four month lift that we went through to make sure that could happen. Yeah. And I'm not sure that uh, most people in the U.S. know um, that Deezer is a pretty big player around, you know, a, a music streaming platform outside of the U.S. So they've got some good good markets where they have good market share. Um, yeah. so it'll, it'll garner some listeners for some podcasters. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and there's a few other platforms that are out there that are outside of the U S that, uh, I think we need to get connected up with on the podcast distribution side. So I think there's more of the international side coming. Yeah. Right. And these are definitely the, I guess for better words, it's probably the Spotify of Europe. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and then there's there's Asia, and then there's other parts of the world that, yep. that you know have have opportunities as well that yep. maybe a a little less obvious or a little less simple to get into. Yeah, 
But uh, um, and new people in the chat, Sean, Rick, Eileen, thanks for joining and saying hello in the chat room. Appreciate you guys checking in. So, so yeah, so you know, I think the you know it's we've always said we don't care where people listen to the show, as long as they listen to the show, right? And or or you know, and I think that's still a good uh, mantra in the podcasting space as we get to choose where we want our shows distributed. And mm-hmm. as part of that lesson, I have to keep giving podcasters because. You know, uh, podcasters, can you get me on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud and this and this? And I'm just like, you can get yourself on those sites. We don't get you on those sites. And you have to just continue to do this education about RSS being the the great equalizer in. um, Thank you, Anchor, for that one. Thank you, Anchor, for putting that out there. Well, even before Anchor, there was people asking, can you get me on? Apple Podcasts right. because they didn't understand that right. they they own their well they their own or rent their, they, right. yeah, they own or rent their feed and then they control their submissions so right right um, right so I mean, I a lot that, of them a lot of the newer podcasters just want all this stuff taken care of for them right there is an expectation that's been building over the last couple of years that that um, platforms like you know, the ones that you and I are involved in uh, just take care of that stuff for them. But And they don't understand the, the history and the importance of being able to have self-choice and right. Right. deciding where you want your show. And I guess, you know, it goes back to the old school, you know, in the old days, if I had said, I'll submit your show to Apple podcast, they would have lynched me. You know, it would have been, right. I'd have been publicly flagged on every public forum right. available. It's just like, Right. In in the early days, we had a in very, very early days. We had a couple of shows when we were running on the original <clears throat> podcaster news platform was before Blueberry. And that was actually our first foray, uh, foray into building shows and building, you know, networks of content. And mm-hmm. we submitted those shows for the podcasters that came mm-hmm. on and did those mm-hmm short format local you know we you know you think about local rob we were doing local before local was even thought of mm-hmm. and of course it failed miserably because no one was listening locally to podcasts mm-hmm. and uh so mm-hmm. i've had listings for years that are shows that are still active that are underneath um my podcast connect account and we keep telling those podcasters do you want us to get this transferred over to you it's only a handful four or five at this point mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they you know those oh we're okay it's you know nothing no big deal but that was you know 14 years ago and to do that today right. um a big no-no absolutely big no-no so at least in my opinion but anchor doesn't right. seem to care they continue right. to do it Mm-hmm. Well, I think that there's things that we can do as platforms that can make that submissions process over to Apple a little easier. And it's something that I, I pushed on when I was working at Spreaker and, and we got it done. It was just more of, you know, adding a, uh, a process, you right. just click a button. It has a pop-up. It takes you to the podcast connect page, right? right? You right. still have to log in and yeah. do the authentication just like you would normally. So, so yeah. it's almost like it a gets- shortcut. It's a it's, shortcut. It's a- yeah, and we've done all that too. But at the same, right. at the same time, it's like, yeah, it, it, you continue to see in the forums and Facebook and so forth. So I guess if the podcasters right. are listening to this, you need to help us continue to educate new podcasters that right. if you own or rent a feed, you can get that submitted to wherever you want. Um, 
you know, and there's and, other, other platforms that are doing this, you know, the same kind of thing that Apple's doing that, um, I'm sure you've been pressuring and we've been pressuring and I've been pressuring for years to, to create, create an API submission process, you know, yeah. and I mean, the ones are obvious, right? The, the tune-ins, the stitchers, all those, there's no reason why we can't get that done. It's just, they just haven't done it. Right. Yeah. So. And it's still a manual process. Right. So, right. and their approval process is still manual too. And I can understand this as well. And I think it's going to happen, and and there's also a chance that more and more of the larger podcast catcher apps um, that are out there that are currently using the Apple Apple API um, will start maybe you know getting direct submissions from platforms as well. Who knows? You know, as you look to the future, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe it's it's not smart for these platforms, like you've always said, Todd, to to be dependent on Apple to be their source of all of their content. Yeah. Cause they tweak stuff on a regular basis. We had to admit, do a fix here oh. recently for something that they changed and they didn't announce that we went right. to their API and said, Oh, you've made a change. And we had to figure that out ourselves. Um, right. It became evident when we weren't getting new listings for two or three days. I said, Hey, what's the story here? How come we're not getting new listings? Mm-hmm. Then you got to, you know, fit that into dev and get that prior to, it and it may not be only a single line of code but it's still a couple of hours worth of work right yeah and and as you know like we were just talking about <clears throat> about more and more um uh, platforms outside of the u.s starting to support uh podcasts you know you know you you probably heard the announcement and and there's been talk about this for a while iHeartRadio is going to translate podcasts into multiple languages and I think there's going to, there is going to be a trend towards doing that uh, more and more. Um, you know, I think the question gets back to is what's the quality of that? Um, yeah. um, how is how's it going to sound? What are the voices that are going to be behind that? Um, and really, how big is that opportunity? Is the other big question, right? Because as you look at what's happening in the market internationally, uh, most of the podcasts that are being consumed internationally are English podcast so is there enough market to be gained by translating into multiple language like spanish portuguese french and german um is there enough audience there that can be captured by this you know the the voice translation stuff and i'm sure it'll be automated it's not like you know i heard it's going to go out and hire you know people to right to to reproduce the show um, with talent that way. So one thing that we've, uh, Mike and I talked about this on podcast insider on this past Thursday and our, our kind of commentary on that was, is okay. Um, listeners often come for the talent, yep. you know, um, would it make sense for, you know, 99% invisible? Would it make sense for that show? to be re-recorded with a different voice. And I think it may be not because that yeah. show is a show that's largely voice driven. Well, Todd, I think we talked about this on a past episode, but there, there are companies that are starting up now. Right. That you as a, as a voice talent can go yep. and get a digital profile made. Right. And, and what it can be done. So how this would work is you would produce your regular show. Uh, and then that would be transcribed into text. Um, 
you know, based on your natural language. And then you would create a profile of your spoken, you know, your voice and your cadence and your presentation over here is a digital profile. And then that transcript would be run through that, that engine and it would spit out different language versions with um, your voice using, you know, a close proximity of your voice. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, but most of that is automated, so the transcript has to be perfect. Right, and that's that's where the rubber still hits the road right now. Is that most transcripts are, <clears throat> at the most, maybe ninety percent. Right, ninety-five percent, maybe. I think I've talked to a couple of new um, translation companies that are that are pushing the envelope on that, but there there's always that last five percent where they they have to have human intervention to come so, in and clean it up. So if iHeart's going to do this, it's going to be expensive because they are going to have to go in and have a transcript perfect. Takes That's going to take a day or two. Right. And then you're going to have um, this other voice talent that's going to be doing these reads. There's no way that I, I just don't see it being ready yet to do it automated. If they do, I'm It's curious. early for this. Yeah. So they're, they're going to incur some cost here, you know, so let's say mm -hmm. it's an hour show. Um, you have to translate from English to that language, uh, seven different translations. And then you have to have the voice talent good enough to read it and get it right. And right. it's going to be very expensive for them to do that. And what is the return then? So, you know, what's it cost $500 an episode to do that? Um, well, if it's done through software, it shouldn't be that expensive. I mean, if it, well, know, if it's, yeah. it's, there's no way they're going to cut, they're going to have this read by a computer in a different language. There's, I can't imagine that being the case. I think that's, it only, is, that's the only way it's going to scale, Todd. And well, that's right, the only way but, it's going to be able to make any sense to do from a financial and economic standpoint. Yeah. Well, we will see how they do these initial shows. We'll get someone to sample them and then right. they'll come back. And if it's right. a drone, it's reading like this. Do you really think this is going to get an uptick of people that want to listen to that content? I, well, I'm they're going to have to do like what I was saying is they're going to have to work with some of these new startup companies that are, that are developing um, audio profiles and that it's going to duplicate the host's voice. Right. That's yeah. really the only practical way that they can they can do any of this. Yeah, I'm, I continue to. We'll see. I'm a little bit of a doubting Thomas at this point. Now, when they say translate, I don't know if they're talking about trans. You know, I'm talking about iHeart's proposal here. If they're talking about textual translation or if they are actually talking about audio. So, I uh, I didn't look that deep into that. So, well, being they're the biggest podcasting company in the universe, <clears throat> they should be able to afford this. In their native language at scale, it says. <laughs> okay, That's what okay. it says here. Translate six hit podcast series into the most spoken languages in the world <clears throat> in the native language. So they, they are going to, unless they're, maybe they are going to hire voice talent to come in yeah. and do this. I don't, you know, I'm not exactly sure. They're not being specific that they're going to use a digital voice profile um, company for this. It doesn't yeah. say. Well, again, being the biggest podcasting company in the universe, they can do that, right, Rob? They've got the money right. to do it. They are number one, Todd. Number one. Yes. Number one. Oh, Podcast One sure said they were number one at, Podcast but... One said they were number one too. So 
Yeah. Wasn't there uh, someone who, else that said that they were number yeah, one? Yeah, there was someone else who said they're number one. By the way, Rob, I'm number one. How about you? Are you guys number one? Uh, well, based on you know a certain kind of definition, I could be number one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am number one in the number of podcasters using the Power Press right. Podcasting plugin. Yes, I'm you number are. One. I am you number, are one. number one. <laughs> <laughs> or using any kind of podcasting plugin, I am number one. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the number done. one Rob Greenlee podcaster. There's no but right, no other right. Rob Greenlee podcast. Right. So I am. Yeah, we one. are the number one new media show too, right? <laughs> <laughs> So it should be interesting, the the session that we're going to do at Podcast Movement with this show. You know, what's going to be real interesting is is we've got a bunch of people on that have never done a podcast before. And looking at some emails have been going back and forth. I'm like, Rob, you don't, we we don't give people agendas for this show. You made a mistake. (laughs) Well, um, I, we have to say that the, the last time we did a live show with this, and this was at PodFest, I did walk in with an agenda. <laughs> okay. It's not that we stuck to the agenda. It's not that we stuck to the agenda, but I I actually had the agenda. And I think, you know, we just have to be clear that, um, that just because I pulled together some topics doesn't mean <laughs> that we're going to stick to them. <laughs> so how, how, do we have an hour? Or we, how much time yeah, do we have? Yeah. Yeah, we have an hour. We've got the same amount of time we have. Oh, with this we, show. Need two, we need two hours. Oh, God, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But and we are going to be at podcastmovement.com forward slash live. live. Yeah. yeah. All right. At 4 15 so, on Thursday, Eastern. Right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, so one, what, 1 15 on the West Coast. Yeah. So, right. So. so kind of funny take a late but, lunch break and check us I, out. that day there's gonna be no lunch because i'm gonna be in one session right after the other it's gonna be i do the state of the podcast and then i do my session and then very quickly a couple hours later i do the so the one so thursday's how, a full day so how is the state of the podcasting session coming together i have to meet tomorrow with elsie uh, and we're gonna I don't know what we're talking about. I'm just like, we've never had a pre-meeting for state of the podcasting. We've just showed up (laughs) and done it, you know? So I guess she wants to talk over some topics. So I'm, I'm sure some of the non-podcasters that are part of this group, I mean, non-podcasting active podcasters, some of the people that aren't on podcast are going to be, and probably wanted her to have some sort of an agenda. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, I mean, past years when I've run that event, um, I, I pulled together a little bit of an agenda for it. And you so. had some talking points, you right. know. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure she's going to have some talking points as well. So I just like going in dr- just dirty and clean. I don't like to have <laughs> no agenda. Just like to go in and, and because that way you get people's real reactions because right. if they don't know, they're not, they don't have time to prepare a sanitized um, talking point. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. N- not everybody's, you know, comfortable with that, Todd. So it's we've, tough, we've, tough. Right. Tough. We've, we do it because <laughs> that's just, you know, we're, we're longtime podcasters. So, but, you know, not everybody feels comfortable with that format. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. And it's, you know, sometimes 
people are being handled even before they get on the stage right. too. Right. Right. And, you know, I tried to get the folks from, from Spotify on our panel too. And, uh, so, you know, just trying to get, get folks up there, you know, that are from companies that typically they're fairly, you know, guarded in what they say because they're, they're high profile companies. So, I mean, just give an example. If, if we were to ever get anybody up there from Apple, that, that would be a, that would be a real coup. <laughs> but and having to say no comment about three quarters of the things that we would ask them or they would have right, to. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's walking this fine line between bringing people up there that you kind of <clears throat> know um, are willing to stick their necks out a little bit Yeah. in a big organization. You know, I've, I've, I've spent time with Lindsay from Pandora. So he's, he's definitely uh, a, a talkative type. So, right. you know, he, he definitely has his opinions on things and, you know, he's the perfect fit for this. Yeah. Um, he's still a little uncomfortable with the corporate relationship to what, what comes out of his mouth in a public forum like this. But, um, you know, and then, you know, Sarah Van Mosel has been doing yeah. panels and events and stuff like that for years and years and years. So I'm not concerned about her at all. Um, you know, she'll be off the cuff and say it like like it is and, and i can be fired by still have my my percentage of the company right <laughs> and then there's you and i which right right that's what i'm saying are, yeah yeah which are going to be uh you know and then well and and and, and we all know rob walsh uh he oh, is yeah. not he is not shy to no. putting his opinions out there so um it should be a, a fairly fiery um session i would think so i would, I would think so it's it's almost right. a session instead of a show oh it is and that's kind of how <laughs> i've i've structured this whole thing is yeah be, it's it's really the state of podcasting panel that's what it is <laughs> i'll be honest with you <laughs> better not say that too loud dan will cancel us <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it does have a completely different um yeah format. different yeah, completely different format compared to what I what I typically did for the state of podcasting sessions. So um, it's it's more off the cuff and you know less structured than what we used to do. So. Yeah, but it will be fun to put this online yeah. afterwards because we'll be able to have this recording almost immediately and and put right. it online for everyone to watch. Right, right, and it's you know our our session. <clears throat> At DragonCon at the end of the month uh, is very similar. Uh, it's going to be live streamed on on video as well. So are we going to have any guests, or is it just going to be you and I? No, it's going to be um, Scott Sigler. Okay, awesome. Uh, it's going to be up there with us as well as um, oh shoot, I'm drawing a blank on her on her name. She was the host of of um, the Astronomy Cast. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Gray. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. We and she's another good long time, too long time oh, yeah. podcaster. Well, Holy cow. All 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 four of us are in the podcasters hall of fame. Yeah. So one thing it should be interesting about the you know, we're getting the new media show to the point where it's like the you know, we're having it all these doing all these lives. Um, we might be able, Rob, to be able to uh, rent an auditorium someday and get uh, five thousand podcasters oh, in there to do a, right. a new media show live and actually charge, you know, uh, ten cents a head and actually make five bucks. Hey, so. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, I'm going to keep it going. I mean, if we can keep doing yeah. more, more and more events, you know, I had a conversation with the the digital Hollywood folks about maybe doing something too, but we'll see. Um, What's the dates on that event? That's in, uh, I think it's like the 12th through the 14th in, uh, in LA of uh, November. Of November. Okay. <clears throat> My calendar is definitely open for that. So. Yeah. I mean, it's not a lockdown thing yet. So. Yeah. But, but I am involved in that event, so it should be, should be good. And they're, they're going to do a lot more with podcasting this year than they ever have. So there's a whole podcast forum. There's a whole track, full day track, uh, on podcasting, you know, at that event. Good. Well, it's, uh, exciting times ahead. Lots of stuff going on and, uh, you all that are listening are in for a big treat as we continue to move this show along. We definitely want you all to make sure that you're telling your fellow podcasters on how thrilling, exciting, and uh, jaw-dropping, inducing this podcast is. So we want you to get them to subscribe to the show. Right. And uh, for those of you that are hanging out and being very quiet and not letting us know that you're listening to the show, you're always welcome as a guest to come on here and state your opinion because Rob and I definitely don't have an opinion at all. No. So, uh, you know, that's the thing about this show that we want to make everyone aware of. If you, if you've got something to say, we'd love to have you on board and, right. uh, and chit chat. And if you have something to say, but you don't want to say it publicly, right. more, more than happy to share it with us and we will do the best that we can to uh, expose it. <laughs> yes, and we have uh, been very good about not revealing sources. And right. uh, so, hey, by the way, did you see my latest uh, update on the studio? I I did. It looks like it's getting getting populated and getting pulled together. So, is your yeah. time frame for getting fired up uh, still on track? Or? Still kind of on track. Yep. So okay. the install is supposed to happen. Uh, I'm looking at October's calendar. Uh, if everything goes the way they say, we will have everything installed on the 25th of August. And then that leaves me just a few days before I leave for dragon con to, uh, right. cause I think dragon con starts on Thursday. So I've got a few days to right. put the studio together, but, um, there's okay. not, you know, the my problem is, is my split in my time between Columbus and Michigan is, uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm as far as I can go right now until the electric work is done. And I can set up the editing studio now. So the editing studio will get, that'll be completely set up here um, probably a week from Friday. So okay. uh, I got to put the furniture together, then slap, you know, once I get that on, then start wiring up the network. So, so. Be a good chance we'll be um, able to do, do a full new media show from your new studio by what, the end of the month? After well, I guess, I guess the problem is, is, uh, Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference is the following weekend as well. Um, so maybe a full yeah. media show on September 7th, maybe a full media show in the studio on 7th September, potentially. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Until then it's, yeah, two, two, uh, two weekend events that are going to, you know, be affect us, but. Yeah. I'm excited to be able to be back in the studio and having you on the monitor. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this has worked out okay. 
Well, and and being able to go live on all of the all the yeah. live video platforms, all again, the platforms, yeah, right. Which had, which has been a little holding the show back a little bit, I think, over yeah. the last few months. So we definitely will get that back up and online, and I'll be able to, um, at that point, have some. Uh, um, well, you know, basically, we'll we'll get everything tested and make sure it's all going to work. And if I have to retrain myself on how to push buttons again, so it's it's been a few months. Think about it: May, June, July, end of May, end of June. It's gonna be like four months. I know. know it's taking yeah, it's, it's taking crazy. a long time. That's a big move for you. I mean, yeah. that was not a not a simple or easy move. And the studio <clears throat> coming together is taking a little longer than I expected, but uh, all right. Yeah. All we're left now is put the audio mute panels in, and once that is in, then just matter of me getting everything final wired up and pressing go live. So I wanted to mention too that um, you know if you've never been to a podcast movement before, um, there's I don't know what night it's going to be or a combination of nights, but the but the lobby or the lobby bar or whatever is the place to place to be it could be the place to be we'll have to see what happens yeah. at this particular event but uh since everybody's there at the hotel yeah people are gonna want to find a, a place where everybody can go to meet yeah. during kind of off hours so those could end up being very big you know typically two three hundred people are hanging out chit chatting and mingling and being yeah. that there's not a lot of off you know, being so hot, I would expect most people to stay right there. And mm -hmm. so that, I mean, I mean, you could be sitting with the guys that run Apple podcasts. You could be sitting yep. with the guys yep. that run Google podcasts. I mean, could be sitting right around. And they, and they have right. a tendency to hide their badges. So right. you make sure you ask people their name and where they work at. Right. If they don't have their badge on. Right. Because right. they That's have true. a tendency to try to be as low key as possible. Yeah, and if you don't know who they are, ask who are you and what's your podcast or where do you work? Right, and it's because pretty much everybody's going to be there, from what I gather. I mean, yep. this is this is going to be a well attended event. I think there'll be clearly over three thousand people at this event, which is still you know a, a minority chunk of the of the amount of people in the medium yep. right now. But it's certainly most of the key key leaders in the medium are going to be there. Yeah. All right, folks, we got to wrap this up. We've got another interview to do, a top secret interview to do, that, and it'll be a, a Monday-released podcast. So mm -hmm. keep eye on the stream. Uh, there'll be lots of news about it. But I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. You can reach me on Twitter at Geek News. Rob? I am on Twitter as well, at Rob Greenlee, and that's with two E's. And I can be reached at Rob G at Lipson.com. Uh, and I also have a website, uh, RobGreenlee.com. And, Todd, I am thinking about launching a, a – a, a new podcast myself. Uh -oh. So, so oh, we'll awesome. see. <laughs> okay. Well, very good. So, uh, not much to have enough to do already. No, so, that's true. Anyway, true. folks, uh, newmediashow.com is the website. Get subscribed to the podcast. Tell your fellow podcasters about the show. Thank you for being here live with us today. For those of you who are in the, in the Facebook chat room, we definitely appreciate it. Rick, Doug, and all the rest of the gang as well. So, uh, we will. We'll see you on the next new media show, which will be released yeah. on Monday. And don't well, forget that, about and, our live. Yeah, and our live event uh, next Thursday, 
right? Um, yep. 415 Eastern. 415 Eastern at uh, podcastmovement.com slash live. So There we go. All right, buddy. We'll see you next okay, time. Bye.